0: hello lot here just wanting you all to know that this episode has been previously recorded and posted so I hope you enjoy it or
1: re-enjoy it welcome to close the door and come here a game of Thrones and a song of ice and fire podcast with heavy leanings towards our two favorite characters Jamie and brienne well,
0: there was so a
1: Hi, I'm Clotho at Clotho Spindle on Twitter. Joined with Lot. Hi, I'm Lot, Lady of Tarith, hyphen post on Tumblr. And Kama.
2: Hi, this is Kama, and I'm Grammar Saves Lives on Tumblr. Returning guest, Mo. Um, hi, this is Mo, and I'm Useful Spinster on Tumblr. And welcoming Amy.
3: Hi, this is Amy. You can find me at Stinking Goose on Twitter.
1: Uh. That's so cool. <laughs> Thanks for joining us.
0: <laughs> no problem. Is that the end? That's the end, right? Stinking Goose? Yes, yes it <laughs> is. <laughs> Did I get a prize?
3: <laughs> ding, ding, ding.
1: <laughs> okay, we'll be discussing um, Tyrion's sixth point of view chapter in Game of Thrones in this episode. Spoiler warnings as usual for A Song of Ice and Fire and the show Game of Thrones, as well as warnings for discussion of violence and rape, which is specific to this chapter. Uh, pretty uh, prevalent. Yep, definitely happening. Um, so are happening since the last chapter. Robert visited Ned, who was recovering from his leg injury, and threatened that if Ned didn't remain Hand of the King, he would choose Jaime next. Catelyn watched Bronn defeat Ser Vardis in trial by combat at the Eyrie winning Tyrion his freedom. Meanwhile at the Wall, Jon asked Master Aemon if he would make Sam his personal steward as he fears for Sam's life under Sir Aliser's training. And now we move on to the chapter tonight, Tyrion 6. Uh, Sir Lynn Corbray has escorted Tyrion and Bronn through the Bloody Gate and sent them off to their doom on the High Road. Tyrion starts gathering wood for a fire and Bronn cautions that it will bring the clansmen down on them. Bronn wants to ride hard and fast, traveling only at night in an attempt to reach the Riverlands alive. Tyrion suggests that Bronn try that if he likes, but it's the surest way to injury and death. He believes the clans will find them no matter how they travel. Tyrion asks Bronn to hunt for meat, and Bronn threatens to leave him. Tyrion doesn't doubt that he would make that he would, and makes it clear that he knows Braun's motives are not are gold, sorry, and not friendship. <laughs> Tyrion then offers more gold, women, and land if he keeps him alive. Bronn accepts the offer, but cautions he won't bend the knee or be his toady. So they start their little road trip. <laughs>
0: What I liked in the beginning of this chapter is the language that Martin used to kind of paint this bleak picture of just how dire their circumstances really are. Okay, he was like a corpse of Aspens, and he's gathering dead wood, and Bron is asking if he's so hungry he'll want to die because he wants to start a fire. But can we also make note of just how truly honorless it was to expel them from the veil like this? Like.
1: Oh, Lisa, Yeah, she she knew. Like, she was, she was hoping that would be the end of the... <laughs> High is honor my ass. <laughs> so, and what's the other way down? They lower them in a huge basket? Is that they lower them all the way straight down? Is that the other way down? Like, I was trying to figure out... Was I that...
2: think
0: this is the part after that, is it not? I don't know. Maybe somebody remembers the geography <laughs> he, of he, mentions, yeah, he
1: mentions something about it. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, because there are three different steps, right? And then at one point, there's a basket. And, and Tyrion mentioned, like, lowering in a turnip basket. So I don't know. <laughs> he says something about passing a gate, too. Yeah, several. Bloody right, gate. Yeah. The moon gate. I think they had a few of them.
2: I thought yeah. Len Corbury was the one who was interested in little boys. But apparently, he's just... I'm sorry. I'm reading the wiki because that's what I do.
1: <laughs> well, isn't he just like they just said he wasn't interested in women. Like, I don't know if there was a specific interest. Of...
2: <laughs> oh, no, he's gay, but it's and he likes his boys young. But I don't know if that just yeah. means he likes like, you know, young men or if he's a pedophile. And there's a big, big difference. Yeah. 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 But sorry. And they
1: don't tell you that. And that. They should tell you <laughs> Oh. I
3: think Bron was true from the very beginning, though. Like he's yeah. states how he feels about, you know, I'm not, I'm not your friend. He wasn't, or what does he say? You, he wasn't a friend, just somebody I rode with, kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. So he's not. You kind of forget that. I'm always a little like later in Storm when he doesn't champion for Tyrion, and you're kind of bummed about it. But then when you read this, you're like, well, he was. Honest about who he was. (laughs) Yeah.
2: Let it all hang out. (laughs) It's very true. Well, later on with um, Shay, I mean, Tyrion, all along, I mean, Tyrion, he registers, he acknowledges that Bronn is a mercenary. Later, he'll acknowledge that Shay is a prostitute, and, you know, only, but he keeps, he feels betrayed later. I mean, I think it's one thing to say that; it's another thing to really accept it. I don't know if he ever really does, but
1: Mm. true. Yeah, it's hard not to get. I I imagine those situations it's hard not to get attached, develop a bond, and right.
0: But I liked this, like, again, you just get to see, like, Tyrion's excellent read on people. Like, he, he you get this inner dialogue of him identifying Bronn's motives and advising Catelyn, and then again upon fighting for Tyrion, and he knew what kind of sort he was, you know?
1: Yeah, I thought that was good that he added that. He sort of gave you a rundown. You know, you got a little bit of that from the, you know, the previous chapters and, you know, both Tyrion and Katz, but I like that he sort of was very explicit that, yes, I, I gambled. I had, you know, that he was going to step up, that he was going to go for the person who was, a, uh, you know, that he had more money and, you know, could help his situation out a bit more. And there was like, um,
0: the comment he made, you know, if you ever choose to, you know, sell me out at some point down the road, I'll match it. <laughs> and I can't, my memory is like, so not, not the greatest, but did, did he not sell him out? <laughs>
1: In a way. Was that with? Because now I'm starting to get because I haven't gotten that far because I'm kind of reading long of books. I haven't gotten that far. And I'm thinking I'm sort of mixing up parts of the show with the. Yeah, right. Yeah. I, I can't help but see um, Jerome Flynn.
0: <laughs> yeah. <on> yeah. <laughs> I can't.
1: <laughs> I know that is real. I was thinking about that, too. That's he's one of the people that I really I his face is stuck with me. And that's, you know, a lot of the other ones I didn't, but...
0: (laughs) Yeah, like, Tyrion, I I see, like, Tyrion. Like, I don't see Peter Dinklage, but for whatever reason, Jerome Flynn sticks.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Mm. uh, Okay, the. Later, while eating a goat the Bronn had killed, they discussed the events of the past few days. Tyrion begins to open up and turns to the story of how he met Tysha when he was 13. Jamie and Tyrion were riding back from Lannisport when she came running into the road, followed by two men shouting threats. Jamie went after them and eventually back to Casterly Rock for more help, leaving Taisha and Tyrion's care. Tyrion fed her, they both got drunk, shared a bed, and by morning he was in love. I'm going to read a little bit in here um, before I describe the rest of the, the section. A Lannister of Casterly Rock, wed to a crofter's daughter, Bron said. How did you manage that? Oh, you'd be astonished what a boy can make of a few lies, fifty pieces of silver, and a drunken Septon. I dared not bring my bride home to Casterly Rock, so I set her up in a cottage of her own, and for a fortnight we played at being man and wife. And then the Septon sobered and confessed all to my lord father. Tyrion was surprised at how desolate it made him feel to say it. Even after all these years, perhaps he was just tired— that was the end of my marriage. He sat up and stared at the dying fire, blinking at the light. Uh, he goes on to explain that Jamie confessed that he had hired Tysha for Tyrion and arranged the whole affair. Lord Tywin had Tysha raped by his guards and had Tyrion go last. Bronze says he would have killed the man who did that to him, and Tyrion responds, You may get the chance one day. Remember what I told you, a Lannister always pays his debts. Can I just say, this...
0: I think is one of the bleakest, darkest, saddest
1: stories yeah. in this whole universe. And that's saying a, a lot. lot. Yeah, it's pretty horrific. Uh,
2: and I kind of iced so...
1: over the, the, the money, you know, left in her hands. And it's it's very. Oh,
2: God. <laughs> well, I mean, I've always, I've always, I, I find Tywin a fascinating character, but my God, is he a son of a bitch.
0: Yeah, this really makes you remember who he is at his core. <laughs> it's I,
2: like, I... I yeah. Go ahead. No, go ahead. I was going say, because you can get
0: really caught up in, like, you know, how everybody seems to be awed by Tywin and his power and everything. But then you, like, you get these reminders of just what an asshole <laughs> he is. Like, well, not in a nice Jamie asshole way, but a serious fucked up asshole way. <laughs>
2: There's the term awesome, which has come to mean, oh, that's so cool, or that's really great, but it originally meant inspiring awe, and to me, that's part of Tywin, that he, I mean, it's not good awe, it's like, oh, holy fuck, what a, you know, this man is a monster, but it's still, I mean, he's larger than life, but this is just, the story is just, and then that Tyrion participated in that, oh. You have a hard that, time, like-
1: wrapping my head around that i mean i it's just the levels of abuse
3: well and it's horrible to read the first time you read this but then knowing later the true story about the i don't know it's just awful it's so awful yeah (laughs) so much worse
2: oh by the way i was (laughs) muted before and i'm like why are they not paying attention to me um (laughs) Bronn did. it's not that he doesn't betray Tyrion. He doesn't testify or anything against him. But when Tyrion wants a champion, he refuses to do it. Um, wisely, I think.
0: Because it's the okay. fucking mountain, right? <laughs> yeah. And, <laughs> right, yeah. right.
3: He's he's out for himself. I mean, he's he made the right choice. It's just you kind of forget that. By the time you get to that point, you, I, I almost felt like he betrayed him a little bit. And then you remember, like, after reading this chapter, it's like, oh, yeah, no, he's... He's legit. He's
1: true to the end, you know. Yeah. yeah. I mean, not many people would do that. I mean, Oberyn obviously had his reasons and his skill, but, uh.
2: Well, and then I love that um, when Cersei arranges that whole marriage for him uh, with Lawless, um, who is pregnant because she was raped, um, they name the baby Tyrion.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. As much to Cersei's joy.
2: <laughs> well, they, they, their first, first choice was Tywin. Tywin. To be honest,
1: Tywin.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Can I say that? Like, I was because when I was reading this, um, the Crofters' daughter's story, well, Taisha's story, I was trying to f- gleam hints of like what you know the truth. You know, and there was something that I don't think Tyrion paid attention to. And it was the description of how hungry she was. Oh yeah, So absolutely. unless she's like a yeah. really good method actor, <laughs> like yeah. I don't think you can fake that kind of starvation.
1: Oh, yeah. Because they said they ate like two and a half chickens between mm-hmm. them when they're kids, and the, you know. <laughs> and like the
0: way he described it made it just sound like she was like, you know, almost like uh, feral, ferally eating it, right?
1: Yeah. That's oh. a really good point. Oh, man. It was just, and, and you know, I wonder... About, you know, Jamie says he didn't know that was going to happen, but I wonder at what point he found out. Like, oh, God, it's just, ugh. It's all kind of levels of bad, just bad.
2: Well, and you, you might assume that things will be bad, but then they go to a place. Like, Jamie might have
1: known that he would, like, annul the marriage. Be or in trouble,
2: yeah. or the marriage would be annulled, or maybe that the girl would be whipped out of town. But, you know, yeah. it, the gang rape? I mean you know even Tywin's kids probably wouldn't have anticipated that you know
1: which most likely was why he didn't tell him for so long because I can't imagine otherwise I was thinking why did he wait so long to tell him he must have just how horrendous that was and how horrendous it would be to admit his part in it then you know yeah I think, too, maybe it was a span of time,
0: and just as the time goes on and you become older, you realize how horrible some of the shitty things you've done in your youth actually are. I mean, I've never done anything this terrible but to compare it to, but, yeah.
1: I, I just can't she, imagine that type of thinking up that type of – like, it's so twisted. It's so beyond – Well, I've <sighs> – yeah,
3: I looked up in Storm. I wanted to, after reading – you know how he talks about, well, he made my brother tell me the truth. And so I went to Storm uh, to read the chapter where Jamie and Tyrion had their conversation. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Jaime, so at first he says, I had no idea. I didn't know he would do that. You have to believe me that I didn't know that that would be the punishment. But he says that Tywin says she wanted the gold. Um, that was the only thing she was after, which made her no different from a whore. So it would not be a lie, not, not truly. So he had, like, convinced himself That because she was only after him for the money anyway, what's the difference? You know, I don't know. I thought it was
1: really interesting. Oh, so he did. How Jamie. So he was being manipulated by. Gosh.
2: Well, and. I mean, we all know that Jamie has. Issues with rape—it was as most normal people yeah. do, but it, it, it's particularly horrible to him. And it must have been—I mean, a lot of this has got to be like you have to come up with a way to live with this, or you go crazy. So you tell yourself, well, it must have been this, or this is why, or you just—you uh, have to. I mean, or you just—gosh, there- I
0: think I think he knew like how Tyrion would react, and he was just willing to avoid that at all costs. I mean,
1: you know, it's interesting to think about kind of looking at all the different theories that crop up around Taisha, but, I mean, quite frankly, I mean, I would think the most realistic thing would be if you were, you know, a young, you know, still young, you know, very young woman, like child, who went through that, I don't know how you could ever forgive somebody for that. I mean, at the end, he was involved. You know what I mean? He watched and he was involved. You could say he was a child, too, and he was abused, but... um. I don't know. It's I, I don't think... I couldn't see a Taisha for... That wouldn't make sense to me. I don't know if... Uh, I, I wouldn't see a happy ending there. Or, <laughs> yeah,
2: that's... He participated uh, yeah, at the end. Yeah. It wasn't even like he was forced to just watch as bad as that would have been. Yeah. He participated. Yeah,
1: that's a whole other... <sighs> and it's so it's all this is so twisted too because i still can't i have the hardest time getting over the fact that he constantly has children having sex like that young having sex like 12 and 30, It just really and 13 and 14 it skeeves me out so bad it does it does and it i kind of like <sighs> i he la 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 over their ages i mean he <laughs> assigns this is something i've noticed he assigns like i don't know i think this goes beyond him trying to be realistic like he has no sense of like age because there's in the brand chapter brands like i'm eight years old i'm almost as old as you and rob's almost 15 that's not that's half his age like i'm like what well, eight year old you're not almost a man when you're 18 i just don't buy there that are small like,
2: children who are convinced that there's not much difference between say four and 40 but yeah but, I, I from experience oh,
1: but, i know they think that but it's not it's weird it's that he constantly says I, that that they're i don't know <laughs>
0: I don't know if I agree with that comment. I think about when I was eight and looking
1: at 15-year-olds and they were like, you know, adults to be... Well, yeah, I mean... I mean, some kids want to be more mature, but I think he's got a kind of warped view of kids and age. And, you know, he's always talking about Rickon being old enough to do this and that. I was like, Rickon's
2: fucking poor! fucking nuts! <laughs> well, when when <laughs> <when he, laughs> part of the thing that threw him, or he, he tried to write Rickon apparently out of problem, so at some level he must realize he has no idea what he's doing, but... <laughs> <laughs> he just—I
1: think he just aged them too young, and then maybe couldn't get himself out of the damn mess. Cause just,
2: <laughs> yeah, but I mean, because they're very. The kids are, you're right, they're almost always sexualized at a very early age. And it's not just one or two cases. Yeah, it's It's—it's it's, it's endemic, and that is an issue. And But, you know, the argument he'd make is
0: that he's writing in a time period when that would have been perfectly acceptable because they're going to
2: the, be dead at 30. Well, there's two counter arguments to that. The first is that it's a fantasy novel, and you can do whatever you want. It's like when people say, oh, you can only have white people in a fantasy novel. It's like, no, you can do whatever you want that way. It's fantasy. Just and the Devil's second, advocate, don't beat me up. There. No, I'm <laughs> sick of this. I see this all the time. And the second argument is that people who are medievalists have said, you know, no, this is not actually. This is common misperception that you might have had highborn people betrothed at a young age, but there was no expectation of sex till those, you know, they were much older. You did not generally have, you know, eleven-year-olds having sex, so. <laughs> There you go he could' he could have <laughs> spared his fans he could
1: have like a, each one made him three or four years older. God ah, uh, so any last feelings about this this part <sighs>
0: there There was one thing I gleamed out of this that um Tyrion observed when he um commented on bronze fighting, and he said he's almost as good as his brother Jamie. And I don't think, like, oh, yeah. Hmm. Like whenever people do these, like, you know, fantasy matches, like, like who's the best swordsman? I don't ever see Braun up there, so that, that's interesting, I thought.
1: Yeah, yeah. No, that totally is. Now I wonder. Now I'm going to pay more attention if he's in other battles, but yeah. <laughs> he's up there. <laughs> Maybe he could have beaten the mountain. <laughs> we'll never know. We'll never know. Okay. Tyrion falls asleep, and not long after, Bronn wakes him in warning. Tyrion calls out to invite the clansmen to share their goat. Slowly the men emerge. Gunther, son of Gurn, of the stone crows, and Shagga, son of Dolph, (laughs) speak first, as many more creep out of the shadows. They carry worn swords and knives, while some only have pitchforks, scythes, and wooden spears. Tyrion notices this, and offers them silver as well as his own weapons. Gunther points out that those items will soon be theirs anyway and asks how they would like to die. Tyrion shouts that his house is rich and powerful. He points out the low quality of their weapons. Gunther raises a hand to quiet the clansmen and asks Tyrion can, if, asks if Tyrion can get them more swords, lances and mail. Tyrion promises they will get all of that and the veil vale of Aaron as well. That's a pretty big, like,
0: okay. A... Like what? I mean, that's a And the Lannister <laughs> always pays his debts.
1: <laughs> that's like a big offer. What the hell? I love it though. Could you imagine? Go big. That would be like the biggest fuck you to Lysa, Aaron. <laughs> oh, oh, oh man. Yeah, I mean, I lo- if anybody could get up there, I'm assuming they would
2: know. <laughs> I love the names. I totally love the names.
1: Gunther, I know I giggled
0: when Clotho said them. What were they again, Clotho? <laughs> Gunther,
1: son of Gurn, and Shaga, son of Dolph. <laughs> I was always expecting him, son of Shaga, son of like Shar or something. <laughs> like, <right. sighs> and I mean, just a ragtag—you know, <laughs> their weapons are all pitiful sounding. <laughs> they're pretty much us, and we oh, RPG. <laughs> 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 yeah, they're just like preying on people. <laughs> we are the mountain <laughs> clans. <so. laughs>
0: I am going to pocket the goat and put it <laughs> in my inventory.
2: <laughs> oh
1: my God. It is. <laughs> they just sit around. You know, I was thinking about that too. Like, what kind of extensive outlooks? They just must have people watch it all the time. How would they know? Like, how would the sentries, like, standing out there? Uh, it's
2: pro- <sighs> yeah,
0: it's probably what they do is they scavenge, right? And any traveler that might be trying to go up or down that place. Yeah.
2: Um. <sighs>
3: It was interesting. He noticed, you know, he immediately starts kind of sizing them up and looking at their weapons and, you know, figuring out he can use that to his advantage, you know. Yeah. He, it's it starts out kind of immediately. Like he, they have swords and knives and wooden spears, and he kind of starts realizing that that might be a way he
0: can win them over.
1: Yeah, I like lo-
3: promising <laughs> kind of weapons.
0: Thinks on his yeah, feet. Another good display of uh, Tyrion's tactical mind.
1: And he just woke up. He was just woken up. Can you imagine having that, like, composure? Just woken out of, like, probably a deep sleep because he's probably exhausted from being in the cells and he's just already on the ball. Yeah. I
0: can say, too, like like, there, there is no way I don't... I don't think he can make goat meat sound appetizing. Like, greasy, <laughs> juicy goat meat.
3: <laughs> What's with the, like... The grease running down his chin—that like he,
1: he comes does up that a lot. way yes. too much. Yeah, yes, it <laughs> does. It does. Yeah, he yeah. does. Yeah. He loves that greasy face. That is lamprey pie. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if he eats different foods and then like thinks, how would I describe this?
1: <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's how he eats. He's always like got stuff dribbling oh, nice. down his chin. Oh God, chin. <laughs> yeah, his chin.
2: <laughs> uh, oh. I've had goat, I've had, uh, there's a Jamaican really? place near me that does a very good goat stew, but uh, that the way he writes that stuff is never, I never get hungry.
0: You never uh, want to go to that Jamaican place after
1: reading
2: this chapter. No, not, or at least not ordering goat stew, but yeah.
1: <laughs> I wonder what it is about, like, I mean, do they have any sense of, um, do they say, like, how attached they are, or how, um, what do I say, how can com- how well they communicate with the outside world in the sense of do they know about all the houses are they thoroughly aware of his position because that's a lot to take somebody's word on you know it's kind of like a pie in the sky literally yeah Not i often. don't know i always just think of the lannisters
0: or as like as famous as it gets If everyone you know down, like so they're with the Targaryens. <laughs> yeah. any yeah. of the great houses right yeah there.
2: Or they're looking at as well. I mean, granted, he's got to look like shit right now, but you know, maybe you can tell from the clothes or that he's got speaks. money. Yeah.
1: They didn't even want to kill him. It was, didn't they say at the end they wanted to kind of just use him um, to entertain the kids or something or the mothers as they call the, them, the women. <laughs> the women. <laughs> he was gonna just be a. He could milk goats and entertain the women. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, milking goats. Oh man. <laughs> Well, honestly, with how it turns out, that might not have been a bad life. I was thinking,
0: yeah, that might be the road to take. <laughs>
1: life is goat milk. We're up in the mountains. Nice view.
0: Yeah. No emotional att- attachment to brawn yet, so, you know. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I wonder if they could. I mean, you know, it sounds like people pretty much have to have a what a large body of guards to get down that mountain. I don't know that they could. I think Tyrion is probably right; they couldn't have got past him.
0: Yeah, that's what uh, I'm saying. This is a total death march. Yeah, that you know, has really? granted him his life, but really, she's like, Oh, he'll die down there
1: anyway." <laughs> yeah, it doesn't sound like there's many alternate paths. It's not like, you <laughs> no, not very honorable. Okay. Well, that was a, uh, any last uh, thoughts on the chapter as a whole? It was kind of, it was a short one. We got a new coming in. <laughs> there was a weird, I, this is one of
3: those, when you reread and reread, you catch things different. But when he, when he talks about Mord, um, how he pays his oh, debts yeah, yeah. and he's going to, you know, he says like, I, I gave you the gold. Cause that's what I promised you. I kept the silver and I had never read it this way <laughs> until I was rereading it, um, for for the podcast but when he says if you present yourself at Cashley Rock I'll pay you the rest of what I owe you. I always read it as in like money and then I read it this time and I'm like no he's just he doesn't mention money. He says I owe you for your treatment of me basically. Oh.
1: Uh, it's kind of how I right? Does oh. that sound like That does. No. I, I think that's a good catch. Yeah, no, I didn't yeah. I didn't read it that way either. I think I just read it as like oh he's going to go he thinking he's going to go work and <laughs> I was oh, like, I'll just
3: pay you some more if you ever come up to Castle Rock. But I was like, no, I think oh, it was I'll pay you right what I owe you. Yeah, I down. would have been stupid like
2: Mord. I, I know. I know. <laughs> <laughs> he is so Tywin's son. <laughs> and I almost, it feels bad. Like it sounds horrible to say
1: because obviously Mord is like a well, product. He's cruel, but I felt kind of you know I feel kind of sorry thinking about it because the dude obviously has issues. <laughs>
2: well, I mean, he's working for Lysa Aaron right there. I mean. <laughs> It doesn't sound like much of a job. I mean. Oh, gosh.
1: It's so creepy because that place is so beautiful, but it's just eerie how, like, well, eerie, how, like, just. <laughs> just <hate> it. <laughs> did how terrible it is. Like, it's just this beautiful but awful. Mm.
0: I know. And when, when you're that
1: isolated from the rest of, you what? know,
0: people, things are just going to get wa- wacky. <laughs>
1: Okay, uh, we don't have any mail this week, correct? Is that still correct?
2: (laughs) No mail, at least as far as, like, an hour ago, so... Oh, man! (laughs) No!
1: We could segue that into, please send us any questions or thoughts on our next chapter, Tyrion 7, or about anything else, so... (laughs) Any thoughts you have. (laughs) And, uh... You can reach us at CloseTheDoor and at gmail.com, on Tumblr at CloseTheDoor and come here at tumblr.com. Follow us on Twitter, at DoorPodcast. Please like, review, subscribe to us on iTunes, Podbean, YouTube, Google Music, wherever you listen. And uh, please support us on Patreon at CloseTheDoor to get episodes early uh, and special episodes. Thanks, everyone. I guess. Thank you, Clotho. So, thank, <laughs> thank you, thank you, Mo. Thank you, Amy, for joining us. No problem. Thank you. <laughs> bye. Bye. Okay. Bye. Good- bye, everyone. Closing the door. Get out.